Welcome to Shady Small Town Tea. Buckle up, bitches. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. Hi, I'm Kirk, the captain of this shit show. And I'm his number one short shit, too. Gag on this. Welcome back to our infamous shit show going on today. How's everyone doing? Boo. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a shit show. I'm going to say it every time, and you're just going to have to get used to that. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is. It's a shit show. It's our shit show. Shitty, shitty shit show. So, great thing I'd like to talk about today. Let's talk about being a kindergartner again and how we should have to not reteach people how to be decent human beings. The lessons you learned in kindergarten, come on guys, it's not that hard of a concept. Oh, but it is. It's really it's so long ago for some of us. <laughs> and I get that, but it shouldn't still be a concept that people have to be retaught. True that. True, true, true. You know, like. The world's crazy enough right now, and I feel like there's people out there that are just like, yeah, I don't care. You're still a douchebag. You're still a douchebag, and I'm going to tell you you're still a douchebag, (laughs) even though you're probably, you might be a douchebag, but still. See, I'm at the point now where I just don't give a shit anymore. If you're douchey, if you're an asshole, if you're a bitch, I'll move on to the next person. I'm done. I ain't got time for lesson teaching anymore. I got time for shady, 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 shady. I can't talk. Shady shit. Shady, shady shit. Mm, Shady, shady shit. SSS. Oh, my God. (laughs) So if you ever become a pirate, can you name your ship that? (laughs) (laughs) Let's just buy a boat and name it Shady, shady shit. Yeah, because it'll be the SS. Shady, shady shit. (laughs) Mm, The SS, SS. S. S. Yeah, there you go. No, like, I'm just talking about, like, I understand people, like, have their opinions about the way you dress, the way you look, whatever. I get that. Stupid. But if you don't like the way someone looks, dresses, you don't have to comment on it. Exactly. Like, if you don't agree with their life choices, you don't have to, like, be like, oh, by the way, I don't like the way you live your life, but I'm going to tell you that. Why? Yeah. You're not getting anywhere. Because you a stupid shady fucko. Yeah, no shit. Mm-hmm. You know, great example. Last summer, I was wearing a tank top, and I'm not going to say, like, I have beautiful arms. I don't. You know, I'm a so freaking, I'm a solid person. <laughs> but solid person. I am built like a shit brick house. Aren't all human beings solid? You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm not skinny, skinny. Liquid in a solid bag. <laughs> Five foot nothing of pure anger half the time. (laughs) No, but I was wearing this tank top, which was a super cute tank top, one of my newer ones, and a guy physically, instead of catcalling, which I can handle that, went, you shouldn't be wearing a tank top like that. Sir, I don't know who you think you is, who gave you this righteous state of mind, but I will straight up kick you so hard in the balls you will choke on them. Like, I know, I'd have been like, fuck off, asshole. Well, you know, I just turned around and flipped him off and told him to fuck himself and started walking away. But it's, yeah, you know, I wasn't going to let him see it bothered me, but it did bother me because it was just like, what makes you think you need to comment on the way my body looks? Exactly, yeah. Go take a look in the mirror before you judge people. I mean, you know, I am a shady gay queen sometimes, and 
sometimes. Uh, I mean, our show is Shady Small Town Tea. So, <laughs> but the thing is, is I don't think my shade is outwardly cruel or specifically directed at any one human being. And if I'm not laughing at myself, then you know I'm you know it's usually laughing at myself. So it's like, whatever. I you know I I don't have time to be cruel to people. It's kind of stupid. And it, why bother? Karma. I believe in karma. It will come back and kick your fucking ass. And I believe in karma, too. But the fact is, I mean, this guy was probably at least 10 years older than me, so in mm-hmm. his later 30s. Well, he's so, like, you're having this high school mentality because, mm-hmm. what, you're having a shit day and you need to, like, make yourself feel better? Uh, exactly, yeah. It low self-esteem and making himself feel better. Yeah, absolutely. Like, That's exactly what it is. I mean, we never say anything negative to somebody that is specifically about that person it's from us well, yeah. it's what we're feeling and what we're lacking in ourselves when we when we project and and lash at people because i've done it i mean i've had plenty of therapy and i still do it occasionally but you know it, it it's it, life is too short anymore well and you know i've done it too you know i've been that person that's you know, when someone insults me, I've taken it to the next level. I've made a grown man cry. No, you. I know, right? You know, I've made grown men cry. Don't come at me and expect yeah. me to be like, oh, I'm going to go cry in a corner. No, I'm about to tell you how your micro penis is not going to make anybody happy. I don't even know what your dick looks like, but I'm telling you, it's a micro dick. Like the little story from last night at the little gathering we were at. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Some, one of Tiff's friends in town. Um, someone said something, and Tiff threw her purse on the ground and went forward, and, and the friend grabbed her and hugged her and said, come on, let, let's go over here, or something like that. So and, this <laughs> is what actually happened. Like, I am a fighter. I always have been. I probably always will be. It's just I hit a point, and that's it. Not to mention we were drinking that night. This guy was, like, from my height, from my angle, looking up, he looked like he was, like, seven feet tall. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't that tall, but from my height, everyone looks that tall. <laughs> and, I mean, he had at least 200 pounds on me easily. Yeah. And I am ready to throw down with this guy. So I whip off my purse, just drop it on the ground. Don't give a shit what's going to happen to it. And my friend, our friend, comes over, and she just kind of, like, gently puts her arm around my head and, like, brings me into her chest and just <laughs> gently starts patting my head going, there, there. There, there. And she did it a couple times, and part of my brain went, oh, okay, I guess I don't have to fight him. Like, I don't know what it was or, like, what caused me just to be like, oh, I'm calm now. That's weird. I don't want to fight anymore. And I just picked up my purse and went inside like nothing happened. Like, this dude knew we were about to throw down. Jesus Christ. But she was just like, no, there, 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 there. Now every time she sees me, she's just like, there, there. And it's like... Doesn't even matter what kind of mood I'm in. When she does it, I'm just like, okay. Like, I don't want him to be a bad person today. Like, she's like an emotional support human, and I love it. <laughs> nice. It, I just thought it was a funny story. It was totally tough. I was going to throw down. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this the fight story's going to happen. No, it's not a fight. It's kind of like dangling the the little mouse in front of the cat to right. distract him. <laughs> or the the uh, pointer, what the hell, laser the pointer. pointer. You put the laser pointer on the wall and the cat gets completely distracted. And, or the squirt bottle to the dog. Yeah, no, actually, that's pretty much what it was like, too, because I was just like... Uh, it's Tiff's human squirt bottle. Yeah, it was, because I was just like, wait, what? 
Okay. <laughs> but you know, that was me not being a good human. I was about to throw down with this dude because he pissed me off. <laughs> like, would I have gone to jail? More than likely. But, Jesus you know, thanks to our friend, I didn't go. She's a great human. You know, she was like, no, violence is bad, Tiff. And I was like, but I'm going to punch him in the goddamn throat real quick. Oh, my God. I, I couldn't even imagine getting arrested now at my age. It'd See, be crazy. I tell I just, myself that. I don't that. go that far anymore. It's like, eh. I, I, I will own It's that. so draining to be negative. It so is. I mean, and I know... It's easy to get caught into a conversation or caught in your feelings and you go down that road, but it's so draining and it's just like, ugh. You know, it, and I know that, and like, there's been times where, you know, like being, like hanging out with you and like being able to talk my shit out now. Yeah. I've definitely gotten a lot better than I used to be. Yeah. Like, it used to be someone looked at me wrong, and I was like, that's it. It's like an old bar scene where you see someone break a beer bottle on the bar, and you know shit's going down, but nobody's stopping you. You know, I, t- I try to talk it out now, but I still have those moments where I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're not speaking about this. We're just going to fight, and that's fine. I will take a bitch out. We'll just call her the blue Kool-Aid girl. The blue? Why blue? Because <laughs> you had blue Kool-Aid hair well, when it's I red. met you. <laughs> And you were like all, mm-hmm, who's this? Mm, oh, yeah, because <laughs> you, you know how the Kool-Aid man would bust through the wall? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the blue, the, great, now I'm the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> the blue Kool-Aid girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, don't you, like, I'm sure, like, when you were younger, you had your moments of fighting and... Not really. No? No. So it's just me? Well, I, I mean, no. I think it's um, where you grow up. That's where I see it. Because, like, I grew up in Chicago, and it's like getting into a fight in Chicago would probably 60% chance get your ass shot and killed. That's how that shit happens, because you never know who the fuck's carrying a gun out there, because probably half the people in a bar or a club are carrying a gun. And when I was in high school, I was exploring men (laughs) you were too busy (laughs) I was too busy in my horniness and then in my early 20s I took off to Boston so I didn't really know many people and I was fucking living the gay whore dream so okay so maybe it is just like (laughs) very distracted and I mean and I think um gay bars and gay clubs and places where there's more gay people and lesbian well I should say LGBT because it's always a, a mix of people, I think they're just, you know, there's some shady bitches or people staring you down, but you kind of, when you're younger, somebody stares you down, you take it as a compliment and you kind of, you know, turn and show them your ass, you know. Oh my. <laughs> Wait, was that like. Or you kind of just give fighting? them a look. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was more catty and, you know, we're. There's no real, like, physical fighting and for the most part in, you know, the LGBT community. It just doesn't happen. So it's a straight thing. <laughs> I think so. I think it's the I think it's the opposite sex thing sometimes because men will say shit to women and I've heard it that you should have shut your fucking mouth ten minutes ago. I don't know why you're even saying it. And I could totally see where that would just fucking enrage somebody and you just want to pop them. Right. And but see, most women have that self control to not. I don't have that. I think that part of my brain has completely malfunctioned over the years, because like I don't have one of those filters either that yeah. like a normal human has. Yeah. Where they're like, I probably shouldn't say that. No, my mouth just goes, "Excuse me, bitch." 
Because then it comes out. <laughs> I mean, I have said some, I don't know, I, and probably not in my 20s, maybe in my 30s when I've had a few drinks, I've said some catty, stupid shit to people sometimes, but it's like, I don't think it's ever gotten elevated. You know, one of us says something to break the ice or somebody buys the other one a drink and you're just fucking over it. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's just where I grew up and how I grew up where it's like, you learn to diffuse things faster or else they turn into something that could be life altering. Right. And I guess like, so growing up here, it's, you know, like if someone gets in, like if sometimes it's not even like a physical fight, it's always mm -hmm. verbal. Yeah. And like, I've seen this as a bartender where like one person does try to diffuse it by buying the other person a drink, but the other person's like, I don't want your beer. And then they'll like <laughs> smack it off the bar. And it's just like, okay, well, I get you didn't want it, but you could have just gave it back to me because now I got to clean up glass and beer. So, <laughs> like, if you want to be a dick, that's cool, but don't put me in it because I got to clean up after you assholes. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember I, there was... I probably thought he was cute. I don't know. I can't even remember because it was my early 20s, and he said something, and I said something. I told me it was a stupid sissy bitch or something. I'm like, whatever. And then all of a sudden he comes over with a shot and he's like, he was, he didn't say he was sorry. We just don't do that. We just, you know, we know what it means. Well, back then, I, don't know, I have no idea. And I was still kind of pissy about it. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking drink your drink. And then all of a sudden um, he just fucking laid one on me. And he's like, all right, now drink your drink and let's just kiss and make up. And I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so, you know. I thought that was kind of cool that he did that, and then I started doing that. I used that that little thing, so. Oh, so you, you like, stole another person's moves. Absolutely. You're like, I have no problem admitting that. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. The funny thing is, though, is this club that we used to go to was, like, it used to be a huge, like, I don't know, um, supper club. There you go. Supper club it was an old restaurant. It was really big, and there was a fence that had plastic or tarping around the entire fence so you couldn't see in and it had an electronic gate and the entrance was in the back of the building and it was to try and keep the you know the gay club private because there'd be protesters out front and every now and then some protesters would figure it out or they'd find out somehow someone who would tell them and there'd be like four or five protesters with signs about, you know, gays are going to hell, things like that. Can't wait. It's going to be a party. But it always had to be safe. So the gate was, you know, there was somebody at the gate and the gate opened to let cars in. You parked and you went in the club and, you know, there, all the windows were pitch black or painted black. You know, nobody could see inside the place. So, and it was like diving into a new world. You know, you were in a complete safe zone where there was no bullshit, no homophobic idiots. It was kind of cool. Well, you know, and, like, you know, just because, like, I've gone to you to, like, the big um, get-togethers, what the like, when we went to um, that really big one, and then... Oh, in Dubuque. Yeah, thank you. Yep. I couldn't think Smokestack. of it. Smokestack. Yeah. No, not Smokestack. It was in Dubuque, but it was you, me, um, and the ex, and we wore our uh, new t-shirts that we got. Oh, you mean the outdoor thing we went yeah, to? Yeah, that oh, thing. Oh, the Pride. Yeah, yeah, Dubuque Pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Dubuque Pride. So when we went to that, I honestly was like, uh, like part of my brain went, I really am kind of scared to see like what protesters might show up. Yeah. Because, you know, I'd never been to something this large before. And I mean, when you're there, I mean, you, they didn't give two shits if you were straight, gay, whatever yeah, no. you were. Yeah. 
There's like, no judgment at a, at, a, at a pride event. No, you know, and even the lady that, like, you know, the lady I was doing the free hugs, like, I just wanted yeah. a hug, and she gave yeah. me a hug. Like, Typically, protesters don't really show up to those anymore because um, you get a couple hundred uh, gay, lesbian, transgender people and piss them off, they will come for your ass because we all stick together when... When when the the throwdown happens, we will back each other till the end. So you're catty bitches until that. Yep. Gotcha. Cross the line, see what happens. <laughs> well, you know, I just when I was there, you know, like I said, I'm, you know, definitely an ally, definitely a huge supporter. Mm-hmm. But it, it wasn't like anyone was just like, oh, okay, well she's straight, so yeah. she should. No, it was. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. No. I mean, you know, you're at a pride event, so. It, it, yeah, it's just it's it's just like one big party that there. It, it's not even truly about being LGBT. Um, I mean, a lot of the literature and people there are there, you know, to to support the organizations and help push the movement forward more. But otherwise, it's just it's a fun little party with no judgment. Exactly. And see, here's the thing: like this whole thing about you know being decent humans and not judging people. Mm-hmm. More people need to be like that. This is the kindergarten lesson that has to be retaught, I feel like. Yeah. Like, oh, completely. Like, it shouldn't matter who you are, what you are, what you look like, anything. Yeah. It's not hard to sit down and have a conversation with someone and be like, okay, well, we don't see eye to eye on this. We don't see eye to eye on that. But we both like this, this, and this. Yeah. You don't have to be best friends just because you talk to someone. Correct. Exactly, yeah. But it's not hard also to... Keep your opinions in your mouth to yourselves. Absolutely. Like, opinions are like assholes. We all have them. Yeah. What, what's that thing that uh, um, L always says? Be nice. Or be kind. L. L. Oh. Um, and then she always like, be kind. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> always be kind. Yeah, there, there is a, um, a Maya Angelou home and it and in there it says um i don't have it in front of me but um people will oh fuck just you talk i'll look it up okay well, <laughs> okay because <laughs> I, I don't want to fucking fuck it up because i love the quote but uh, right. yeah just, well no uh, i just i don't like i don't feel like it's something we should have to talk about like where we are in our ages mm-hmm. but apparently we do still these days like you know, like, my kid's sister is 16 years old. She's in that high school mentality. She's dealing with that shit right now. Yeah. And, you know, she's always like, well, I don't understand. Like, well, this girl said this. I'm like, just let it go. Nobody cares. Exactly. Once you graduate, everything's gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, so these are the, um, so these are my favorite um, quotes. But the, the Maya Angelou one is, People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Yes. That I try to remember, um, but I don't always remember it. And then another one of my fa- one of my favorite quotes is by Albert Einstein, which is interesting. The world is a dangerous place to live, not because of the people who are evil, but because of the people who don't do anything about it. Okay, I see. And that is even more powerful in today and what's happening and shit happening and going on. So it's it's just crazy. You know, you know, maybe people need to hear that, you know. Yeah. I feel like when someone's being an asshole, call them out on being an asshole. Yes. Like you might come off as an asshole, but you're just stopping one asshole. 
Absolutely. Sometimes I think people actually really do need to hear they're being an asshole. <laughs> like, I, I do, though. Like, you just, sometimes you have to look at someone and be like, wow, you're, you're being a fucking asshole. Exactly, yeah. It, it is, um, Excuse me. it's a little, um, I don't know, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. It was dumb. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I lost that. Uh, whatever. Look, long story short, don't be assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. Don't be, don't be a Karen. Yeah, don't be a goddamn Karen. <laughs> Just don't be a fucking Karen. I mean, the thing is, is, you know, and then, you know, if somebody does say something to you that is off-putting or, you know, rubs you the wrong way, stop and think if you can that, you know, what's that person going through? Why are they lashing out at me? You know, that's the thing. Because they are. It, it's not... I think half the time when people are being rude or lashing out or being an asshole or a Karen, it's because they got some shit going on and they're they're trying to um, distract themselves from that or they're trying to push it off on somebody else so they don't have to feel it themselves. And I get that, but we all have to remember that we still need to be kind. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't... Like I said, I don't feel like I should have to be, have to constantly be like, hey, maybe that wasn't the right thing to say <laughs> at that time, but... Well, and that wouldn't do any good anyway. The person's already in lizard brain, so they're, they're, they're all fucking in themselves and crazy about it. The best thing you can do is just be like, yeah, thanks, have a great day, walk away. Suck my Moving dick. Moving on, don't give them any of your time. Oh, so I can't yell, suck my dick. <laughs> Get dicked. Get dicked. Um... <laughs> No, the, I mean, the, the best thing you can do that pisses people off is just walking away or, you know, being really friendly about it and say, thanks, you have a great day, and you walk away. That just pisses them off even more, and they can't really say anything or do anything. No, and that's true. Like, you know, I have, a, I have that really close-knit of friends that live here in town. None of them are really from here, but it's great because, like, we're all mean to each other yeah like that is our friendship group mm -hmm. and like there's been times like we've probably have cross lines with each other and we've tried not to yeah but it does come off that way but there's been comments made to me where i'm just like oh that's adorable that you even think about me in these times you know <laughs> like i'm on your brain today Blech. yeah mm -hmm. but it's just so they know like they're not getting to me yeah yeah no absolutely yeah, I mean that's that's the that's the power you have is not letting somebody bother you. <laughs> Bye, that's Felicia. the most power you have. Yeah, exactly. So, can I can I change the subject? Absolutely, I'm done with that bullshit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're left-handed. Yes. I'm left-handed. Yes. I wanted to bring this up because it feels like lately it's been pointed out to me a lot. Being left-handed. Really. Is like a super taboo thing apparently. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's been pointed out to me several times. Like, I've never said, I've never had anybody say anything negative about it to me or been weird about it. I don't want to say it was negative, but it was like they thought I was doing weird stuff. <laughs> like, no, because so like, if you ever notice someone who's right-handed, like their check marks go one way, mm -hmm. ours go the yeah. opposite. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it got brought up to me the other day. Someone's like. Well, your, your check mark. They're like, do you do that just to be funny? And I'm like, do what with my check mark? Like, did I do something weird? And they're like, well, it's backwards. I was like, no, it's not. Like, that's the way I do it. Bitch, your eyes are backwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like I sat down and explained to her, being left handed, that's 
yeah. you know, and she was just like, oh, I guess I never realized that. And I'm like, yeah, like, I can physically write backwards because... Yeah, yeah, I used to be able to, too. Like, it's weird. Yeah, I mean, everything goes to the left for a left-handed person and everything goes to the right for a right-handed person. And the only reason why, in some people's minds, it stands out is because when you were taught cursive in school, not cursing, to have cursive. Oh, Handwriting. Oh, um, the fancy one. Yeah, the fancy one. (laughs) When you were taught that in grammar school, it was always meant for right-handed people. And you you were supposed to curve your letters to the right and all that shit. And I could never, mine always curved to the left no matter what because, and my teacher tried forcing me to write with my right hand and my mother almost went and took her ass down. (laughs) (laughs) I could see her doing it too. (laughs) My mother's like, who do you think you are trying to change somebody's kid or change the way somebody is doing something. You let them be who they are and write the way they want and do whatever. You don't force them to change. Well, like, here's a great question. So, like, growing up, when you learned how to, like, tie your shoes or anything, were you taught mm-hmm. by a left-handed person or a right-handed person? Do you know? Uh, well, my mother's left-handed, so... So your mom taught you, right? Yeah. So my mom tried to teach me being right-handed. It made... For some reason, I couldn't pick up on it. But I have a cousin who was left-handed who taught me actually how to tie my shoes, do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because it Well, didn't if you're the sense. opposite-handed, what you do is you face the person and show them what, what, how to tie your shoe. Instead of being side-by-side, oh, because yeah. it's opposite, if you face them, it you looking at it, right it lo- you're, you will naturally start doing it the same way because you're left-handed. Well, and, like, you and I have talked about it. Like, when we throw darts together or something, I yeah. throw with my right hand. Yeah, which is just weird. Being left-hand dominant, though. But, you know, uh, like, when I go to the shooting range or something. Yeah. I actually, my right hand is more my dominant hand when that comes and happens. Mm. I can't talk. I'm left-handed with everything except for scissors. Scissors are freaking Satan's way of saying fuck the lefties. Well, and the only reason why is because back growing up as a kid they didn't have left-handed scissors all scissors the edge and the way that they were hinged were meant for right-handed people so they naturally would would the way they're hinged when you go to push down your thumb it pushes the top blade in you know so they go the right way and when you're a left-handed trying to use right-handed scissors it doesn't work but that's my point that is satan's way of being like haha fuck you guys i mean now i mean you can buy left-handed almost anything but now most of the time a good pair of scissors are both hands. They have the exact same loops and hoops, and they're not shaped a certain way. Right, but, like, how long did it take to get to that point? Oh, yeah, I know. It's been crazy, so, Like, even, like, notebooks were, like, my worst goddamn enemy in high Mm -hmm. school because I would either flip the whole notebook upside down Mm -hmm. or all my notes would be basically on the back side of the paper so my hand didn't hit that freaking ring in the center. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know, um, I mean, even, I mean, most right-handed people don't realize when you're left-handed, you know, if you don't have a pencil or a pen that dries super fast, you are dragging your hand over everything you're fucking writing. And when you're right-handed, you're not. No. The, the words are to the right or to the left of your hand. And now it's the opposite. We are dragging our hand and sometimes you'll see you know, we'll have pencil or pen that on the on the black. outside of our hand. Yeah. You know, and it was really weird because, like, when I was younger, people used to, like, laugh at me for that because they're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's, you know, maybe you should pick up your hand. And then I had a teacher that taught me to basically, like, write where, like, I'm just holding the pencil, but it was just, like, yeah, straight which down. which is the stupidest thing. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, otherwise all my words, you know, got smudged, which yeah. 
super sorry. Like I was taught how to write upside down. So I would turn everything upside down and I would write upside down. Oh, see, that's cool. So, I mean, I mean, the, uh, and like if I was writing right now, I would be writing and you'd be able to read it exactly because you're across from me. I would, it was completely weird. I mean, I can't do it now because I, you know, after probably, I don't know what, it, it was probably like seventh, eighth grade. I don't know. When I went into high school, I think my last year of grammar school, because I don't know, out here you guys have three schools, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And growing up in Chicago or Illinois, we only had grammar school and high school, so... But I think in my last year of like grammar school, which is like seventh, eighth grade, I just learned how to, you know, I developed writing myself. I'm just like, figure, I had to figure my shit out because I was left-handed and nobody in the school could ever teach me because they're all right-handed. Right. I know some of like people right now probably listening to this are like, why the fuck are we talking about this? <laughs> I just, it's it just lately it's been super pointed out to me about being left-handed and like I'm picking up on it and I'm like actually been like more watching people like <laughs> yeah. using their hands and I'm like yeah. oh my freaking god like there's like nobody left-handed well the funny thing is is I can spot a lefty from a mile away all the time because they're always dominant with their left hand and when a lefty's looking at a lefty you are writing on the opposite side right so when you're looking at somebody who's right-handed you're there when you're facing them it's the same side that you're writing on you know from my point of view one of the one things, though, I really, truly hate is, like, if you're eating at a restaurant and you're sitting next to a right-handed oh, person. Oh, God, yeah. I know I try to avoid that all the time. I do, too. I'll sit, like, on the edge I and they're, to like... I the outside, left side of the table. Something, yeah. because otherwise I feel like they're always like, mm-hmm. why are you bumping me? Because your goddamn elbow's in my elbow yeah. way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it is kind of a pain in the ass. Um, yeah, if you're in a close-knit little table and it's not big enough, yeah. I always try to make sure. Because, I mean, and that's the thing. I always sit on the left side of somebody because I always assume they're right-handed. And if they're not and they're left-handed, it would work anyway because we're both, you know. Right. It's either opposite elbows are out or elbows are going in the same direction if you're lefty, so. Like, I just needed to get this off my chest. Yeah, this is a weird conversation. I know, so but I still needed to get it off my chest. It's one of those mindless topics we put in. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to get it off my chest. I'm tired of being left-handed. The fuck? <laughs> I don't know any dirty left-handed jokes right now or else I would there is actually I shit you not on Facebook I found this page it is fantastic I love laughing at it it's actually called Christian Mothers Against Left-Handers what I shit you not if you get a chance look up this page it's all okay, hating the left-handed I was gonna people. do it now but I can't because I'll stop talking then <laughs> yeah no I, I, it's I shit you not it's a great page I liked it just so I can laugh at it yeah. because some of the stuff they put on there yeah. Is great. There's also one, um, Christian Mothers Against uh, Masturbation. Yes. Blasphemy. It is. Blasphemy. But it's great because they had like a poster on there and it was like, how can you be in a good marriage if she's ringing the devil's doorbell? <laughs> and I never laughed so hard in my goddamn life. <laughs> so, yes, that is my pointless conversation. It is your turn to take over. No, keep talking. What? <sighs> Look, don't play with the devil's doorbell. Don't be left-handed. Don't be anything these days. Just apparently be nice, because that's the only thing that's <laughs> fucking working out. I was just writing down a topic idea for the next podcast. Oh, God. Don't read it out loud, but oh. you can giggle if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Super excited to talk about that one. <laughs> um, so the next 
topic we're moving on from the lefty thing that probably freaked everybody out like what the fuck is this podcast about now everything <laughs> um dating covid the good the bad and the horny oh wait the pretty so <laughs> anyway i only have a brief experience of dating before covid right and i have more experience dating during covid but i have no real comparison except it is kind of strange you're like you don't just meet up right away i mean you you go through a lot of texting facetiming phone calls and it's there's good and bad i think because you start getting to know somebody on a deeper level which is kind of weird um because you have to have conversations you have to talk and then I'm now at a point in my life where I'm just like open book, honest. I don't, I don't sugarcoat hide anything. And you mean you don't sugarcoat anything? Fuck no. Oh my god, didn't know that. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, I don't know. I guess you could. I, it, it's just weird. I mean, how have you noticed? the difference now even though you're still a whore anyway you go out and hook up with people so I do not <laughs> you always make it sound like I'm just like <laughs> screwing every Tom Dick Harry whatever guy's name out there Cynthia Julie Laura girls don't count <laughs> <laughs> so you just said you don't count what's wrong with you no me fucking a girl don't count oh it works it counts okay well shut up <laughs> if both parties get off it counts <laughs> or if one party gets off, it, it there counts. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, if at least one party gets off. <laughs> Someone gets off, even if they're watching outside the window. Oh, God. <laughs> if I ever see someone outside my window, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, wait, what was the question? <laughs> Back to the topic. How dating during COVID is, you know, how it makes you think differently, what you're doing differently, things like that. Honestly, so, like, I feel like before COVID, if you were talking to a guy, girl, whatever you're talking to at that point, it was always like, oh, well, we've talked for two hours, so you want to hook up? Like, I felt like that was actually, like, the way pretty much any relationship worked. Yeah. Or texting worked, whatever the hell you want to call relationship. it. Relationship. You know what I mean. You're already calling it a relationship. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was like, it was like, it, you actually had, like, there was this window where you could just be like, yeah, I'm going to go meet up with so-and-so, probably fuck them in the car <laughs> on a side street somewhere. Don't judge. And <laughs> go from there. But now you actually have to have like your own COVID screening when talking to someone like, oh, well, have you, um, you know, have you been around anyone with COVID? <laughs> have you been sick lately? Like, it's weird, but yeah. you still have to ask them. Like, me personally, working, you know, like, doing what I do, Yeah, I'm terrified to, like, go talk to someone face-to-face, and all of a sudden they're like, Because She's a high colonic specialist, so. That is a big word. What does that mean? You don't know what a high colonic is? No. Do you know what a colonic is? Sounds so like So you have a tube shoved up your ass, and you have your ass hosed out? <laughs> that is definitely not what I do for a living. <laughs> She's a colonic specialist. <laughs> And that makes you a fluffer. <laughs> oh, I would love to be a fluffer. Oh my god, that'd be fun. <laughs> I have too many standards now to be a fluffer. All <laughs> <laughs> <Old> wrinkly balls. 
trying to like make a point here, and you're just no. We can't have too many serious moments. I like, know. I'll be broken up with sexual in- innuendos. I'm gonna start calling you Fluffer. <laughs> I don't care. That's, you're like mm-hmm. whatever, bitch. Yeah, fluff a dick if I had to. Fluff I know how to. Oh my. And good, I think. I don't know. Have you had any complaints? Then you're good. No, I haven't. But it's been a while, so. Fair point. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but, you know, like. Just saying. Oh, my. <laughs> but, like, now, you actually can, like, be like, you know, when a guy was like, you want to hook up, you can actually use COVID as an excuse right now, because I have. <laughs> no, I'm afraid of the COVID. You know, but, yeah, I was like, oh, no, you know, lockdown, quarantine. I don't want to see your tiny dick. No. <laughs> But at the same time, you know, like, I've recently started talking to someone. I'm hanging out with them a lot more. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, he works in public, like, with people around him constantly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I had that weird conversation with him. Like, has anyone been sick around you? Like, I'm not willing yeah. to, like, put myself at more risk than what I already do with my job. Yeah. So. You got to, I, I think once you're going to start meeting face-to-face, you have to have ground rules, like. If you have an inkling you are around anybody who is sick, I don't want you near me. Oh, right. You know, we'll meet outside somewhere, stay six feet apart, wear a mask. You know, I mean, that there are those safety things you do have to, you have to set the rules or else they don't give it, they don't think about it. It's not that they don't care. It's we're in a new time. You really have to seriously think because you're not just exposing yourself. You're exposing somebody that you're trying to get to know. Well, right. So that's why, like, you know, the first night that we did meet face-to-face, like, it was, mm-hmm. like, I can come off and say I'm this badass bitch, but, like, when I get to that moment of, like, <laughs> actually meeting someone face-to-face, yeah, all of a sudden I'm like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Like, I'm awkward as fuck. Yeah. That's always, I've always been awkward as fuck trying to, like, meet new people, but I get really fucking awkward. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, well, we can sit, like, ten feet apart, and I'm okay over here, so... Not panicking the whole time. I get a little standoffish when I meet new people. Because I, I, I have to, like, I have to sit back and, like, watch them and get a feel for them to a certain point. So then I feel like I have the upper hand, the, upper hand, the knowledge of, okay, that's how they, they react. That's how they, you know, this is, you know, that's their vibe. I don't know. It's weird. But, like, you were talking about... Um, just hooking up after a couple hours or whatever. But I remember now, you know, just sitting here thinking like when I was in my twenties, you know, you would go to a a club bar, whatever. And it's like, you could hook up with one, two, three or four people in the four or five hours you're at a club on a Friday night. I'm actually impressed, but continue. (laughs) You know, you, you get there the first couple hours and now you're, you know, some guy you like and you're grinding, dancing, drinking, go out to the car, little sucky, go back inside. And then pick a new <laughs> Meet victim? somebody else, yeah. You could be a vampire. <laughs> Meet someone else. Yeah. Okay, well, why doesn't that work in, like, my dating world? Because guys are douchey. Straight guys can be douchey. Like, I'm just And they saying. have baggage that they don't reveal. They have insecurities. I mean, not saying that I don't like gay people don't, but when, I mean, back when I was in my 20s, you, you know, you go to certain places if you're expecting certain things. If you don't want to, you know, be at a place where there's hookups and you're going home with somebody, 
you know, there were certain bars you go to instead where it's just, you know, you have fun, you have a drink, you have conversation, you know, and there's no hooking up unless some sparks happen with somebody. Okay. But now it's all done through apps and texting and Snapchatting. I like Snapchatting to a certain point because the conversation disappears unless you're like Tiff and you tap on every single thing and save it. <laughs> I might need that information someday, all right? Hey, there's a couple conversations I don't save. But, like, our conversations I save. Yeah. I mean, I'll tap on certain things that I, like, if somebody says something to me that I need to remember or it sparks a subject, you know, there's a few people on Snapchat that I message with, and they know if they see me save something and they read it, they know why, because it's either for a topic for podcast or something. Right. Or it's like, Tiff, we need to talk about this because this could be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's kind of, I mean, it, you know, we didn't have such a thing when I was growing up to like send somebody a picture and then it disappears. Ah, uh, Snapchat, <laughs> how you've saved the world from embarrassing dick pics with your 10 second rule. I know, it's kind of crazy. You know, I remember like when Snapchat first came out and like everyone, like that was, that was like the thing. And everyone's like, yeah, you can totally send someone like a full body shot. It disappears like that. But it, part of me was still like, yeah, I like seeing it in person, though, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, that's the other thing, too, is, like, um, just from talking to a few guys here and there through apps and Snapchat and stuff, it's it's interesting because you can reveal more things quicker through social media and through pictures without having... And then there's no anticipation when it happens. It's like, oh, I've already seen that, okay? Right, like, I'm starting to, like... Yeah, I think the th- I think one of the well foreplay to me is that you know, exploring for the first time, you know I think if there's more than just this titillating sexual attraction to somebody that you're chatting with, I don't ha- I don't I don't ever want to send like dick pics or anything like that. I don't want to reveal anything that I really want to go somewhere go somewhere with, or I feel like oh this could possibly go somewhere, you know. But like, That's what's in my mind, you know, when I'm thinking now. It's like, is there potential? Is there enough connection here? Or is this just, let's just be dirty? And bounce, you bounce. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, all you bitches out there, you need to admit you do both. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Everybody like, does. Oh, There's gotcha. no way you don't. So it's like, fuck no. You know you, you got that dirty side of you and you send a dick pic or, you Are, know, you... I'm an angel. You I sext or whatever and you get off through messaging or on the phone and then there's, you know the pretty side of you that feels like, oh, this could maybe go somewhere, so maybe I won't go there yet. But you make those little innuendos here and there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm that person. Just to make sure that, you know, neither one's a total fucking brood. <laughs> right. But, you know, it's really hard, though. Like, with COVID now, you can't just, like, go out to the bar and hook up with someone. I know. Because the people that go to the bars anymore, they might be like, oh, yeah, you know, you don't know who they've been around already. Absolutely, yeah. I'm not willing to take that in my house. I mean, I know it's not all people that go out to bars, but I would say probably a good half of us that go out to bars, especially if you're not in a small town like we are when you go out to a bar, you're kind of being careless going out to a bar, period. Oh, gotcha. Cause it, and, and especially if you're not social distancing and you're not um, hugging or sitting there talking to people you haven't seen in a while and you know in their face and you're not wearing a mask and you're drinking you have no idea where they've been and you are now counting on them being a mature ass adult and realizing if they've been around somebody stay the fuck home but that's not true these days 
a lot of people are just going out because they're fucking tired of not going out and socializing and they just go out. And I get that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, when our full shutdown was going on, yeah, I got really bored. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, it doesn't... And right after the bar did reopen, you know, we waited quite a few weeks before we even thought about going back down. Yeah, I mean, I we went to restaurants or we'd go to, like, one of the bars here that you can get food and have a drink. But, you know, you're sitting at a table. You're not sitting there bullshitting, drinking, getting shit-faced with people that you know. Right. Well, you know, like some of the people that first came in were just like straight up like, man, I haven't seen you in forever and right in their faces. But, you know, you and I, like if I knew someone, I'd be like, oh, hi, as I like sat in the corner because I just wasn't willing to take that risk yet. Or I tapped out and left when, you know, 10 crazy ass bachelorettes show up to have a fucking party. You know, they're going to be getting drunk and stupid and all over the place. I'm out. I'll come back when they leave. (laughs) That's actually one thing I don't miss. Thanks, quarantine, for that, at least. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It is, I mean, it is, I think it's completely different living in a small town because the people that are going out to bars and restaurants here are typically locals. They're typically people that are, um, they have some common sense. They think about it if they've been sick around somebody. They don't go out. They don't want to expose the rest of their friends and community members to anything, so they stay home. And if not, and they go out, people are, you know, staying far enough apart. They will wear a mask, you know, outside or sitting at a table if they're talking with somebody. So, I mean, I think it, you know, being in a small town during a pandemic is great. How much porn do you think, like, people have, like, really started watching, though? Like, because they got so horny and they couldn't handle it anymore. Like, just shit out of porn. Oh, what's that? Private browser? Private browser can't even handle that shit. I think this is a completely separate topic we could talk about no, I know. i'm just saying like i'm just you know <laughs> the horny part of quarantine like people couldn't get laid so you know well i just i don't just have the quarantine i have the single and because of the quarantine there hasn't been any action because of that and me being kind of like eh, pandemic covid i think i will just satisfy myself instead it's safer oh my <laughs> But then there's, like, you know, I'm getting to the point where it's like, okay, seriously, when is this shit going to end? Yeah, I think everyone's really starting to hit that point now Mm because, you know, like, you see the shit on the news and shit people say on, like, social media. It's just, like, you sit here and you're like, look, you guys can sit here and bitch about it all you want. People Mm -hmm. are taking the risk they want. You're going to take the risk you want. Yep. Besides that, it's this is what life is right now. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah, it really fucking sucks. We just can't be assholes. We're going to have to live with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, I don't know. I, so, I mean, you know, there's a few nights where I've had a few drinks or had a little extra fun and been like, I just wanted to fuck it, just hook up with somebody. But I also have the, I haven't been single in a very long time. I have a relationship body. I have, you know, I have some body image things I need to deal with that I'm, you know, working out and doing stuff. So there's, I have that, I have the COVID, I have the, I haven't gone on a real date in a very long time. Um, well, super long time. And then, um, you know, when I was in my relationship, we never played around. We didn't have an open relationship. We didn't bring anybody in. So it was, it was a very monogamous relationship and that's what I'm kind of used to. And I don't know if I, 
want anything different. That's the thing. It right. doesn't really entice me into that crazy, weird, sexual looseness anymore. I don't know. Maybe I'll turn into a big whore in my later years. Who knows? I was waiting for you to, like, drop your age. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I got a ways to go for those later years. Well, I know that, but I was like, oh, is it here? Is he going to do it? <laughs> like, oh. It was funny, though, because someone who listened to the podcast I've been chatting to, because I don't think I have any flirting game whatsoever, and I was told that I do, so I'm going to guess I'm not so boring. <laughs> you're not boring. You're just a picky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. You're always like, I'm not a picky bitch, even though you're like the pickiest bitch. Oh, I know. I can be picky. I try not to be. I try to get out of my head with that stupid shit, but anyway. You have to get out of your head, especially like right now with everything. You can't be like... I know. It's nuts. If you sit in your head, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I know this COVID shit is so weird. We'll see what happens. I think it, um, it you know, recently there has been a conversation that I was having that turned into like a kind of a weird conversation that almost stopped the conversation and you know it, it it's kind of weird because you're sitting there and you have to take a step back and you're like wow we don't even really know each other but we just had a slight little conflict or a little thing but it's interesting how now that you're in COVID and you're really not face-to-face and stuff it's like you are learning how to communicate with somebody before there's even the potential or the possibility of a of of a dating or or a relationship or any type whether friendship or not you know you you have to really learn how to communicate now and communication's always been the biggest thing in a lot of relationships if you don't communicate well you're kind of fucked oh gotcha and now I almost think this COVID is, is kind of helping that because you learn how to communicate now and it keeps the door wide open when you are trying to create a friendship or a relationship with someone. So I think, it, I think it's kind of a cool thing that it happened. I think it opens our eyes to a different way of meeting somebody and knowing somebody. Well, right. Well, and like, I think for like one thing for me is like, my generation wise mm-hmm. talking is completely basically over text anymore mm-hmm. or whatever you know you use so getting into the covid where that's already like how it had to be yeah but like it's kind of weird now because now that things are getting lighter and you can go out again mm-hmm. like it's i still have problems having a dull conversation sometimes with people yeah. because i panic because i'm like oh shit that actually came out of my mouth i can't delete this yeah shit mm-hmm Yes, that is a millennial thing. It just it happened. So Tiff can't take this personally, but I... I, I, I want to take it personally. <laughs> so certain generations use the word like a lot. Oh, see, so see now, it's a millennial thing. All the listeners, count how many times she uses the word like in this episode and message it to us. <laughs> I like that Tiff can't take it personally, just but... Like, <laughs> you just said like again. Shit! It's funny because I don't do it that often, but I have caught myself doing it a few times. But it's interesting, like between 20 and like 20 and 32, they use that word a lot. And I don't know why. I don't understand why 
that is used so often. <laughs> it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know where it was learned, how it came evolved and came about. It's just interesting though, where they it's, say it's it's from old cartoons. <laughs> is it? Well, think about it. Like there is always like that. <laughs> Shit! Oh my god! I, I heard it. <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's normal. That's the thing. But it's from old cartoons because there was always like that, like <laughs> donor. Shit! I cannot say it. <laughs> Sorry, that was loud. <laughs> oh my god! You just said it like five times. Okay. Episode number four is going to be a drinking game. Every time Tiff says like, you have to drink. And That's... we're going to drink during it, too. And I'm going to make her drink we're gonna be a shot hammered. every time <laughs> she says the word like. I don't want to do this. <laughs> that is an extra like, not just one that you're using in a sentence with the, like oh. one like and like, 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 like. like. <laughs> I guess I never realized how bad that was. I had a friend who was, I don't know, maybe six years younger than me. Um, when I lived in Chicago, no, not when I lived in Chicago, when I lived in, um, I don't know where the hell I lived, but they used that word a lot. And it never bothered me until I got with that person a lot. And I'm like, you really need to stop using that word. I said, you need to hear yourself. I said, you use that word like all the time. And I can't even interpret your, what you're saying half the time. Cause you're like, uh, like, um, like, you know, like, um, like, uh, okay. Okay, so I don't use it. No, you don't use it that often. I was going to say like that, but... No, it's not like that, but yeah, you do say it a lot. Yeah. I guess I... I don't know. Like you... Like you it is a generational thing, and I maybe it is cartoon. I mean, there, there has to be something where it came from. Well, like, I guess for me, I can think of like one cartoon that always like was my favorite cartoon. <laughs> I just said it again. Stop laughing every time I goddamn say it. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Shaggy, the stoner. Everyone knew he oh, was a stoner. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, man, like, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm <de> like. <laughs> cartoons. If anybody out there knows where the hell this really came from besides cartoons, but I do remember Scooby-Doo now. What was his name? Shaggy. Shaggy. Like me. I'm... Saying that a lot. Yeah. So maybe it's it is crazy. a generational thing. I, I guess, like, I don't. Is think it about cartoons? It. it might be cartoons and TV that it was learned from. I don't know. But it's like crazy. my generation also like was the <laughs> shut up. Ever see? I'm thinking about it and I'm trying not to, and you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was that early '90s kid mm -hmm. growing up through the '90s, so you know it was all the lip balm and the thick hair. Early '90s kid. Oh my God! Shut the fuck up. Like, it was the year of, you know, the emo kid. It was Great. it was that year. That's why that word is here. Well, anything else you have to say before we end this? No, because I don't want to talk anymore because you're making me feel self-conscious. <laughs> All right. So, well, like, you know, we're, like, kind of done with this, like, episode, you know? And Kirk's, like, mm -hmm. totally made a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Valley Girl. Actually, I would actually really appreciate if someone would like come in and tell me how many times I said like during this <laughs> but episode number four we're gonna have a drinking game I'm gonna die <laughs> episode four rest in peace <laughs> Tiffany <laughs> alright anyway later get dicked guys <laughs>
it was as good for you as it was for us, you're welcome. If you'd like to join this orgy of words, message us on Facebook, email bitches at shittysmalltownt.com, or for you old farts, call us at 304-745-SSTT. There's the damn lube. What? Get dick. Bye, Felicia. 